What's happening, Rocks? What's happening, Rock Church? How you doing? Say amen. Say what's up, San Isidro? What's up, East County? What's up, North County? What's up, all you peoples watching online? Let's give them all a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Are y'all ready for church today? Uh, before we start, a couple, couple quick announcements. One, yesterday we, um, we celebrated the life of Tom Dahl, who was a, a faithful volunteer, then staff member, servant uh, of our ministry here, hospitality, and he went to be with the Lord. He went to be with the Lord, and we just want to honor him and just give him a big hand for his service here at The Rock. Amen. We love Tom, and uh, uh, we miss him. However, he is in a better place than us, and so we're happy for him, sad for us to be, still be here. Not sad, but, you know, he's in heaven. We're in the ghetto, so that's, that's no sense. <laughs> um, uh, and the other thing is, if you, uh, six weeks ago, we launched an app called Gospel Central that is designed to teach you how to share your faith in three minutes, record it on the app on your phone or your computer. It will be stored, and those testimonies will be there to share with other people. At the end of every testimony is tagged a gospel presentation. So six weeks ago, I challenged you to share your testimony on the phone, store it, and then share them with people. Because uh, you can actually search on there. I want to send a testimony to a young lady who's on crack. You could type in uh, crack young lady and it will search the app for people who've had that testimony. And you could send it to them. And so I challenged you to share your testimony we went through four weeks of learning how to do it, plus the instructions are on the app. And I ask you to record the app, your testimony on the app. And, that you, and then share them with people and that we would go for 15,000 decisions in six weeks, one for every person. Do you remember that? Okay, so I told you today. How many of you do remember that? Raise your hand. Very good. How many of you do not remember that because you're new? Okay, just a few of you. Okay, so fine. So y'all remember that. Okay, so we went through all those, those, those studies. So what, what, today was the day I was going to show you how many salvations happened since March 1st. And the goal was 15,000. Give you perspective, we had 12,000 recorded all last year. So 15,000 in six weeks was very aggressive. However, if we all just did our little part, I believe we can get there. Amen? Amen. That's the how of. So let's look at the stats. Uh, top left number is the goal. The top bottom left number is what we achieved in six weeks. And so it's going to be right. Amen. Now, I have to, I have to qualify the 20 because there is a big however with the 20. Um, if you look at the top middle, 6,889, that's how many people download the app. And again, you can download the app today if you want. Uh, go to gospelcentral.us. Below that is 394 Gospel Central videos. That means that 394 people uploaded their video. Out of 15, well, actually about 25, 28,000 people come here in a month. Okay, so you can, you can determine whether that's a good or bad number. Obviously, that's a very low number, especially considering about uh, 200 and something of those are from our staff. Now, I'm going to say something to our church. If you're a visitor, this does not apply to you. But I'm going to say something to our church. What's up? <laughs> not for real. What's up? Because we're making it really easy for you. This is really easy. And this is about lives. And this is what the church is about, about getting people saved. There's a lot of ways of getting people saved. I can't imagine if you're not going to send an app, you're probably not talking to people about your faith. 
We don't want to miss this opportunity. This is a responsibility from God, not something I just came up with, some idea. This is just a way to do that. Our mission is to save, equip, send. So how are you saving people? This is a very easy way. A lot of people hide behind email and, and social media to get their message out, and a lot of it's garbage. This is the most important message there is in the world. So we made it very simple. We pay money, staff, time to make this app, and we want you to upload your video. Simple. Okay, put this graphic back up there. Next thing you know, top right is 158 gospel central salvations. That means that of the 20,000, only 158 came from the app. Okay, so you're going to ask me where the other 20,000, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, look at the next two for one. Every, for every, listen, listen, to, listen to this. This is powerful. For every two times you share a video, somebody gets saved. Every time you share a video twice, someone gets saved. So if you say, you know, I want, to, I want to lead someone to the Lord today, just share a video twice. It can't get any easier than that. I mean, for real. God's like, man, are they going out? God, I'm just trying to make it simple for them. All you got to do is go send, five minutes later, send, and someone's going to get saved. And I'll make it even simpler than that. For every 52 views, someone gets saved. So if you share one video and 52 people watch it, somebody's going to get saved. So the, 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 are we talking the same language? Amen. East County, are you all on fire? I hear them. North County, y'all on fire? Uh, San Ysidro, y'all, are y'all feeling me? Point Loma, y'all feeling me? Yeah. One, more, one, more, one more number. Bottom, 949, we only had 949 shares. That means only 1,000 1, shares. Now, I know some people share more than once. That means less than 1,000 people share it. I mean, you just, you, the, 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 the one thing we did not want to do, and I wouldn't have spent one dime making the app if all it was for watch videos. We wouldn't, it would have been a waste of time. It would have been a waste of time. Not a waste, but that's not what it was for. We don't want you just to watch them. We want you to share them. So every week we're going to have a video of focus, and the one we have now, go to your, it, it, it's right in your bulletin. Just text that number. It will send you a link. Just share it. Share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. So that 20,000 number came from other uh, posts that we put on, most of it came from other posts we put online that has nothing to do with this, that are, are the gospel presentation and people were getting saved by the thousands a week. But that's something else. That's something we're doing, but here's what you can do. Just share those videos. People's lives are at stake. I don't know how to make it more simple than that. Am I making sense to you? Don't, don't, don't take for granted that you just come to church and that's good enough. Because it's not. It's not. Let's get on our knees and pray. Lord, thank you so much. Look at on our knees. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah, we got, we got a lot to talk about today. Look to the person next to you and say, we got to do this. <laughs> Lord God, we pray. For the people who do not know you, we pray they know you. And they pray, we pray they would know you that we would do our part. That we would not be satisfied be, that we have you. We have to share the good news with other people. Because if, if, if people didn't do that, we would not be here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's see your Bibles. If you're new, we lift up our Bibles and say word. So on three, lift up your Bible, say word. One. On three, lift up your Bible and say word. <laughs> One, two, three. Very good. Turn to 1 John chapter 4, the 
the fifth book from the end of the Bible. First John, chapter 4. So my wife and I have been married, it will be 31 years in September. Thank you very much, thank you very much. And like every other relationship, we have to work on it. It is work. We do, amen. Uh, we do love each other. But love requires work and sacrifice. It's not about, oh, I feel it, I feel it, you know, it's all good. And we have our ups and downs. And there are times when I am loving her, at least I feel I am, and yet she's not feeling it. And I, I was, for so many years, I was trying to figure out what I was missing. And then I learned about the five love languages that people have. The language is a way of communicating. And just like we have different uh, languages that we speak, ways of communicating information, information, there are ways of communicating love. And there are five major love languages that people have. And those five major love languages are ways that we express love and receive love. And if you express your love in your language, but your language is different than the person who's receiving it, they're not going to get it as clearly as if it was their language. And because God created us in his image, there's a correlation between how we love people and how we love God. So for the next several weeks, a couple months or so, we're going to learn about not only the five love languages about how we love people, but more importantly, how we can love God. Matter of fact, turn to 1 John chapter 4. We're going to read this verse real quick. 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. It says, if, any, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. Now, let's stop right there. You cannot say you love God and hate a person. I don't like that person. I don't like that person. Then you can't say you love God. Okay. For he who does not love his brother who he sees, how can he love God who he has not seen? And what he's saying here is that there's a correlation between how you love God and how you love people. Or how you love people and how you love God. God created us in his image and he created us for one reason, to have a relationship with him. In the context of that relationship, we love him. He created us all in his image so we are to enjoy loving relationships with him and with each other. And he's saying here is that how you love people is going to be the same way how you love God. And some of us love people in a very selfish way. In other words, I'm loving you to get something. Well, if you love people to get something, you are going to love God to get something. You can't have pure love for God and not pure love for people. They're one and the same. So what we're going to learn over the next couple of months is how can we love people and how can we love God the same way? And by the way, how can we receive the love God has for us? Because we can't love God unless he's loved us first. And so as we go through these five love languages, I want you to be thinking about the people you know. I want you to be thinking about God. We'll explain how it relates to God. And then I want you to think about finally how God loves you because God wants to love you. You can't love unless God loves you first. And he's trying to love you, but you may be pushing him back. You may be giving God the highs, but I don't want it yet. 
Because I don't want the love God wants me. Because I don't want God to change me. God may make me into a Jesus freak. Well, you're already a freak. Why don't you just become a Jesus freak? I mean, you're going to be a freak. Some, you're going to be somebody's freak. So <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so let, let me, let me, let, let me, we're just going to go through these five love languages first so you can understand how they relate to people. Because once you learn how to relate to people, it'll make more sense to you how to relate to other people, how it relates to God and how God relates it to you. Amen? Now, before I go through this, understand this. If you love somebody outside of their love language, it's going to miss. They'll get it, but they're not really going to get it. I'll explain it. Number one is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. By the way, in your lesson plan, there's a link where you can go and learn about the love languages, and you can also do an assessment so you can know what kind of love language, what love language you have. Amen? So words of affirmation. Uh, words of affirmation are simply, you're doing a great job. Now, how does this work? Some people are wired where that just fills their emotional tank. You tell them they're doing a great job, they look nice, they, they, they were so patient, they were so kind, uh, uh, they were thoughtful, whatever, and they just beam. How many of y'all that person? You just love to, you know what I'm saying? And you know those people who worship affirmation, you know what they like to do? They like to affirm people. They, they give what they are. They are the people going around saying, you are so nice. Oh, I really appreciate this. And some of them, for the rest of y'all whose words of affirmation is not your love language, you're just like, eh, eh you know, whatever. They're kind of creepy to you. Are they, real? Or you, they can't really be that nice. That's fake because it's not you. Words of affirmation. So people, want, people who, are, who that's their love language, their tank is filled when you affirm them and their tank is filled when they affirm. The next one are gifts. I believe gifts. I believe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people just like to give stuff. How many of y'all like to give gifts? Okay. How many of y'all love to get gifts? Same people. <laughs> give me something. I'm not a gifts person, so when people give me stuff, first thing I think is why? What did I do? I mean, is it my birthday? Is it Christmas? Now, I appreciate the gift, but I, I always like... I, I'm not, that's not my language, that's not my language. And people whose love language is gifts, when you give them a gift, they're like, really? For me? And they're just like tripping out and they put it down and they can I open it now? And they open it real slow and they, and they save the paper and the ribbon and then they, and then they look at it and they show everybody and they talk about it and they put it back in the thing and they, I'm going to put this in a safe place. And you're like, yeah. and I'm watching this going, that is way over, overdue right there. I, I mean, it, it ain't that big a deal because that's not my language. And, but when you don't understand that that's that person's language and you think they're making a big, too big deal about it, that's how God wired them. And by the way, that person is going to give a gift. That person's going to give a gift. Next one is uh, quality time. This is my wife's love language. This is not my love language. <laughs> I don't know what my love language is, but this is not it. So I literally, because I don't understand, by the way, when you, if you, if, when you don't have a love language, you can be completely clueless. 
to how it works, how effective it is. You don't get it. You don't do it. You don't appreciate it. And, and that's, it's kind of messed up. So my love, my wife's love language is quality time. So I literally, we were going through this. I was like, tell me what that means. This is like two weeks ago. What is it? I've been married 31 years. Tell me what this means. <laughs> and she's like, well, we just spend time together. I'm like, well, what do we do? You got you to accomplish something. What do we do? She says, she looks at me like, you don't have to do anything. It's like, well, what makes it quality then? I'm acts of service. I like to get stuff done. So if we're going to do quality time, we have to accomplish something. Like, do we talk? We don't have to. So you're telling me we can sit there and not talk and that's quality time. You're good with that. <laughs> yeah. So I do quality time. <laughs> I accomplish quality time. So I sit there and my leg is doing this. <laughs> you feeling good? You feeling good? This is, this is good. <laughs> Can anybody relate? Can anybody relate? Wait a minute, I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, acts of service. People like to do stuff for other people. Now I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make somewhat of a racial comment, but just deal with it because it's it's true. This is my perspective from my experience. So if it offends you, I'm just telling you my experience. I grew up on the East Coast, and I know a lot more Italians back east. Then here, and the Italians I know back east are different than the ones out here. I'll just say that. <laughs> my best friend in high school, one of my best friends in college was Italian. It was the Vendetto family, and they had like five boys and a girl, uh, four or five, I should know this, but they, they, they and, and I was go over there all the time. And when I went to their house, they served me. They could, I'm, I could cry. They couldn't not serve me. And if you go into the house and you do not eat the food, they will curse you out. You will eat. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? No, you will eat. And, and, and it will be good. And I'm not saying it will be good whether it is or not. It's just going to be good. And even now when I go back, my friend who at the same age went to college, he won't let his wife cook for me. He cooks for me. He will not let his wife, he, and he's like, sit down, sit down, first thing, sit down, sit down. And he'll start going through the freezer, da, 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 da. He said, I made this for you, I made this for you, I made this for you. He'll put it on in front of me, and he'll sit there and watch me eat it. <laughs> meatballs this big. You, you want to know someone who's legit, ask, how big are your meatballs? And if they go some little, little, nah, 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 nah. Uh, I asked his mother to teach me how to make sauce, and I brought a can, a can of ragu. Bad words came out of her mouth. <laughs> Acts of service, that was their love. That was one of the ways they loved. And if you deny them that love, you can't go in and deny them that love. They were literally, I've been cursed out. I, only a few times because I, I, I learned quickly that's how it works. I come in Mr. Vendetto, I'm not, I'm not hungry. We're not good enough for you. Sit down and eat the food. I'm just spending all. I just ate. I don't care. Murray, get 
uh, physical touch is another love language. Now, this is every guy's love language. <laughs> Some people are really creeped out when you touch them. Can I get an amen? I'm not that person, but I know some people, you, and you think, hey, 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 and they hug around you, hey, hey, and you're like, hey. <laughs> um, this is how people give and receive love. Now, here's, here's the God thing. How do we do this to God? There's a correlation between how we love people and how we love God. These are five ways. You can love God. Now understand this, how you love God is how you worship God. How you worship God is how you love God and how you worship God, how you love God. You can't love God without worshiping God. So I want to read through some verses for you. How do you, we're going to learn next week, starting next week, how to give words of affirmation to God. Psalm 104, bless the Lord, all my soul. Do you know that you can actually affirm and should affirm God with your words? That's worship. Part of that is singing, yes, but part of that is proclaiming, declaring the goodness of God. And so we're going to talk about that uh, next week. The week after that, oh, actually, the week after that, we're going to have a guest, uh, Robert Morris, who's going to be here from Gateway Church, speaking to us as well on, on this as well. Uh, the next one is gifts. What can you give God that he does not have? Your heart. Romans 12, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable worship. Which is your reasonable worship. Listen to this. Listen to the sound. You hear that? That's, that's a brick. That's a brick right there. Hear that body? He says, I want you to give this body to him. That's what I want. I want you to give this to him. Because you can hold it back. Give it to him. That's your reasonable worship. And we're going to talk about other things you can give to God. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, by the way, uh, giving yourself to God. Quality time, God wants to spend quality time with you. When my wife, when I sit with my wife for more than a few minutes, because I'm, I'm, I'm like that. So when I sit down and I'm like this, she's like looking at me, and she knows she, she, there's a certain period of time she has that she knows is, is I'm either going to go or stay. And, 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 and after I'm there for, you know, a certain period of time, she's like, are you okay? Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, trying, to, I'm just trying to be here. <laughs> and not just physically be there, be mentally there. Because, fellas, you know how we can physically be there, but our mind's over here? No, you got to be there. And, and, and when she sees me doing that over a long period of time, it's like she comes over, she's just like, you're being a good boy. And I'm like, I know, but I'm so stressed right now. I just want to be, but I'm doing it for you. Amen. 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 Do you know that God wants you to spend time with him? Amen. He wants you to spend time with him. Undivided every day. Number four, acts of service. God, I want to do something for you. I'm going to tell you one thing you can do for, me, do for him, and I'm going to tell you this, and it may sound selfish and self-serving, so be it. Send out two Gospel Central videos. <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. For real. Because you will do that a whole, and can do that way more frequent than you can witness somebody with your words. 
Let's get people saved. You got, if you got something better that's going to get people saved quicker, do that. But I doubt you do. Let's get some people saved. So, uh, join a ministry. Go to a small group. Do something for God. God, I want to serve you. That's worship. Uh, physical touch. How do you touch God? Well, first he's got to touch you. Let him touch your heart and change you into another person. Jesus touched people and healed them. Guess what? See your hands? God can work through your physical hands. You can touch people. <laughs> and your notes. Worship. True lovers. Wrap up right here. True lovers. Worship is love expressed. Whenever you express love to God, you are worshiping God. Worship is not singing a song. You could be singing a song and not worshiping God. You could be singing a Christian song with your hands in the air and not worshiping God. All you're doing is singing a song with Christian lyrics and worship and with your hands in the air. That does not mean your heart is expressing love to God. The Greek word for worship means to kiss, to adore. Are you God? Are you adoring God? Are you affirming God when you sing? When you serve, when you give, when you give, are you honoring God or are you just going through the motion? This is worship. We talk about giving even in your tithes and offerings. It's an act of worship. It's an act of worship as long as you're giving it out of your love to God. That's worship. Sitting quiet, listening to the voice of God is worship. Serving other people serving in the ministry, not necessarily in the ministry, just serving in the name of Christ somewhere is worship. This is what we're talking about doing. So we're going to talk about that, um, doing that for God. Uh, so, but that's, God, I want to kiss you. Uh, look at letter B in your notes. True lovers worship God by loving according to the love language of the one being loved. True lovers love according to the love language of the one being loved. If you have people in your life and their love language is not your love language, Loving them is not necessarily loving them your way. Loving them is loving them according to their language. So my wife's language is quality time, right? So how do I love my wife? The main thing I can do for my wife is give her quality time. That fills her emotional tank and blesses her. And then what does she do? She wants to love me according to my love language. Hey. <laughs> you know what God said? Um, I want, when Jesus died for us, he was loving us, giving his life for us. And right before he was arrested, he says, is there any other way? Why? Because it wasn't going to be pleasant. True lovers will love people and God according to their needs and their desires. Not our needs. Because if it's all about you, that's, that's just, you're just trying to get something for yourself. Love is saying, how can I help you? How can I bless you? How can I encourage you? How can I put you first? The Bible says in Hebrews, let us consider one another to how we may love and spur each other on to love and good works. How can I help and bless you? Well, this is how I am loved. It's unselfish. That's hard to do. But if we all go around loving our friends and do what we want, God says, anybody could do that. No, I want you to love your enemy. And I want you to love people, even the friends you have, with what blesses them. That means you've got to think about it. That means you've got to make a sacrifice. 
And see, true lovers become more like God when they love him his way. In other words, when you love people according to their love language, you bless them and their tank is full. Matter of fact, some of y'all in relationship now, your relationship is like this because you're not loving each other right. If you're a gift giver, and we'll get to all this throughout the few weeks. If you're a gift giver, you're giving gifts, giving gifts, giving gifts, and their love language is not gifts. And you're like, why? You're tripping. Like, why are you tripping? I gave you all this stuff. She's like, I don't want stuff. Well, you should have told me that like $20,000 ago. <laughs> that $20,000 is like over years. <laughs> or maybe if you roll like that, the last thing you bought, however it rolled, but it was like, you get the point. It's like, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you ask? Why didn't you pay attention? That's the miss. And then when you, when you feel like they're not appreciating what you're given, it's because you're giving it in the wrong language. But if you say, what is your love language, honey? Uh, you know, I just want to sit and be quiet. Man, that could have saved me so much money. Or you've been sitting quiet because your love language is, is quality time and they want gifts. Now you're going to have to spend more money. Guess what? It's just money. You know what? It's cheaper to stay together. There's a song about it. Here, here it go. It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Here's what, God's here's, here's what God's going to challenge you to do. God's going to challenge you to say, Lord, I want to love people according to their love language. I want to learn to deny myself to be a blessing to other people. I want to learn to love you according to what blesses you. I don't want to think about myself. The reason we don't do Christian things is because we think about ourselves first. The reason we don't give, the reason we don't share our faith in whatever form, the reason we don't serve, because something has convinced us it's not the best interest for us, the devil. The devil is against the word of God. And so this is a chance for us to say, you know what, let me learn how to put other people first, starting with the people in my life. How can I be a blessing to you? And when they tell you what they want, you go, man, that's just not how I roll. That is exactly the point. One of the reasons I believe that God brings opposites together is he has us fall in love. And you're blinded thinking everything's perfect and everything's, oh, ah, the angels are singing. Their breath don't stink. You see no pimples. You see no faults. They, they, can, they can be smoking weed in front of you like, oh, it's, it's just a fake cigarette. It's there, okay. And everything. Your friends will come tell you, you, I saw them at the mall with this other girl. Oh, no, it's his cousin. You just won't believe anything. <laughs> then you get married and then the blinders come off. And you're like, oh, snap. I feel sorry for you all that are going, yeah, it happened to me. <laughs> this is why I believe it happens. This is just my own theory and you throw it out. That God brings opposites together because he says, I'm going to attract you and bond you with love. And then I'm going to show you that the only way you can make it work is to serve one another and deny yourself. Why? Because if you're going to follow Christ, you must deny yourself. And I want you to practice every day. So we're going to practice. 
And my encouragement to you is as we go through the series that you would practice loving people according to what blesses them. And watch how hard it is for you to deny yourself. But the more you deny yourself, the more you're going to become like Christ. And the more you worship him according to his love language and what he wants. In other words, when we talk about worship, that we shout. And the more you say, you know, I'm going to shout. And the more you give God glory and honor to him and talk about him in front of your friends, the more God's going to change your heart. But if you just stay in your little bubble that's comfortable in what you want, you're missing the whole point. You're just going through the motions. And then you look across the room and see someone up there just shouting and going crazy. You're like, that's, that's all fake. No, that ain't fake. You're judging. But imagine if we could love God. Now, 1 John 4, 19. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me on this? Yes, for, let's end right here. 1 John 4, 19. Look what it says. 1 John 4, 19, the verse right before we were, it says, we love him because he first loved us. Everyone say, we love him because he first loved us. Very quickly, God sent his son to die for you. And he's like, it's going to be hard. He said, yes, it's going to be hard, but you got to go die for them. And Jesus Christ said, I'm going to live 33 years. He was beat, arrested, denied, betrayed, spit on, beard pulled out, slapped, mocked, nailed to wood, hung there for six hours. And trust me, it was not fun. But he did it because that's what we needed. Amen. Amen. Thank God he did that. And what he's saying to you is, I want to love you. You can't do any of this until you receive my love. Because the love I'm asking you to express is supernatural. But you have to accept me first. So in a minute we're going to pray. I'm going to give you an opportunity to say, Lord, I want your love. Now, it may be, Lord, I want to receive Christ as my Savior. Or, Lord, I just want you to fill me with your love. Because I want to be a conduit, a pass-through of your love. I don't want to be a churchgoer. We don't want churchgoers. Don't be a churchgoer. Go someplace else and go. No, don't, 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 don't do that. Say, God, I want to be a vehicle. I want to be a vehicle. I want, to, I want everything you have for me. But I don't want to do it the, the cultural way. I, want to, I don't want to do it my way. You know what the devil said? The devil was a worship leader in heaven. You know what he said? I want to be God. And so the devil, you know, the, 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 the word for worship means kiss. You know what? Uh, um, uh, uh, Judas betrayed Jesus with a what? You can betray Jesus with your worship. Oh, yeah, yeah, you just stab me in the back. Why? What did the devil, the devil's job was to lead worship in heaven. And he says, I want to be God. And he got kicked out like lightning. You know what he's going to tell all of us? Here's how I want you to worship. Do it my way. It's all about you. Ooh, you don't want to do that. That's his love language. Do it his way. When you do it his way, you're, you're honoring and worshiping the devil. You ain't worshiping the devil by killing cats. You're worshiping the devil by just taking his advice. Just take his advice. But now it's time to say, Lord, I'm going to take your advice. You die for me, I'm going to give my life to you. So in a minute we're going to pray. And here's my challenge, that you would say, Lord, I want you to forgive me of my sin. Purify my heart. Some of you all have already given your life to Christ. Ask God to purify your heart in this moment as we pray. So let's all bow our heads and pray. On all the campuses, bow your heads and pray. God, we want you to purify our heart. We want to love you your way. We want to honor you your way. We don't want to be fake. We don't want to go through the motions. We don't want to be dry. We want to be on fire. If you want God's love to flood your life, 
cleanse your sin, renew your mind, just put you on fire. You may have already given your life to Christ, but you want God to do an amazing new, fresh work in your life. Pray this prayer with me. In the privacy of your heart, pray, dear God, forgive me. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your love. Fill me with your passion. I surrender my life to you. I want to love like you. I want to live for you, not myself. Thank you, God. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, and all the campuses, if you prayed that prayer, wherever you are, if you're in Coronado, watching online, and our microsite, you know who I'm talking to. If you're in San Ysidro, El Cajon, North County, somewhere at your house, and the Spirit of God's speaking to you saying, I want you to love the Father better. I want you to love the Father selfish, unselfishly. And you prayed that prayer saying, yes, Lord, I want more of God. On the count of three, I want you to stand up. You may have prayed it because you want salvation. You may have prayed it because you just want more passion for God. You don't want to go through the motions. You don't want to be taking the lead of the whispers of the devil in your head. Do it your way. Do it your way. Do what's comfortable. No, you want to do what's biblical. On the count of three, I want you to stand up. I want you to honor God by standing up and honoring him, worshiping him, expressing your love and respect for him by saying, yes, Lord, me, I'm going to love you right. So if you prayed that prayer and you want that, on the count of three, I want you to stand up. Wherever you are, whatever campus you're in, people are going to be there to pray with you. On the count of three, one, two, three, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. God bless you. Stand to your feet. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Stay standing. God bless you. Now in a minute, now in a minute, I'm going to ask all y'all who are standing to come down to the altar. Understand this. If you're in the balcony, all you got to do is turn around and walk up. Understand this. If you're a visitor, this is not the end of the service. We're going to cheer them to come down here. Then we're going to pray them into that room. And then Pastor Mike is going to come out and pray us out after. So I appreciate you not walking out on them. So right now, if you're standing up, come out of your seat. Come on down to the altar. And come on down. Let's give him a hand. And come on down. Amen.
month and a half, we're going to learn about all this stuff, and it's a lot of information. All you got to do is just love God. Just be faithful to God. It's as simple as that. That's a simple way to think about it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And if you can get out of your head what culture teaches you, that it's all about you. It's not. It's all about him. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you can just get out of your head, it's all about you, you, it's all about him. If you can say, okay, I have to retrain myself. God, what do you want me to do? You can tell him, I want this, I want this. But in the end, what do you want me to do? Okay, my wife is, I am the head of my house. I am the head of my house. God made me the head of my house. But my wife is the neck. (laughs) She can turn me any way she wants me to go. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I talk all that trash I want. But in the end, honey, what do you want? (laughs) It's not the same, but God, what do you want? If you can live by that rule every day, the, the, the number one commandment is to, love God, is to love God with your heart, mind, and soul. The loving God is obeying God. So that's it. You don't obey God, there's consequences. Simple as that. Lord, I pray for all these people. I pray you bless them. I pray you rock their world. Pray for our church. Pray we can love. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Take a